Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome back to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time, and here with me of course is We Are Cats. Yo-ho! Okay, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, first, some interesting news. So we've just heard that Andrade is wanting to challenge the current AAA Mega Campeon, Kenny Omega, at the AAA Aniversario Show. That's Triple Mania. No, no, no. Was, I think there was an anniversary show or something like that. It, like it was announced on uh, on Andrade's um, uh, Twitter. So um, yeah, see, Andrade made his DVD challenging the Mega Community at oh at Triple Mania. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I was correct. Um, so that was interesting, and then also what was interesting because. Uh, the Rey de Reyes from AAA was this weekend, as of speaking, you know, just this past weekend. Uh, and oh, that it, was the last one. No, it was the last one, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, this is going to be interesting. So, before we get into more news, um, Rey de Reyes. So, we're just going to talk about it right now. So, these are the matches that just happened, and here we go. Um, first, we have, uh, excuse me, it's uh, a five-way match, and the stipulation is the winner will receive a future AAA World Cruiserweight Championship match. So, Latigo, he defeated uh, Dinastia, Toxin, Aramis, and Ares. Yeah. Nah, keep going, keep going. Um, then uh, the second card on the list was the three-way match for the vacant AAA Latin American Championship. And Taurus defeated Octagon Jr. and Viano Tercero Jr. And then we had the uh, six-way match for the vacant AAA Reina de Reinas Championship. Uh, Fabia Pache, she defeated Lady Shani, Lady Flammer, Chick Tormenta, Lady Maravilla, and Sexy Star Dos. And then we have the eight-man Rey de Reyes match. So I guess this is the main, well, it's not the main event, but this is the flagship match um, and here's where Laredo Kid came out on top he defeated El Tejano Jr uh, Aerostar Drago Abismo Negro Jr El Hijo del Vikingo Miss Tessis Jr and Murder Clown and I guess the the de facto uh, ta- uh, main event was the tag team match between oh actually Psycho Clown and Pagano Versus Chessman and Sam Adonis, and it ended in a no contest. Yeah. So uh, overall, I thought it was, overall um, the setos was pretty good. Uh, the Laredo Kid match for the uh, Rey de Rey matches was good. Um, same thing with uh, the vacant Rey de, uh, Reina de Reyes championship and also the Triple A Latin American championship. So I heard this was a pretty good show. Um, so definitely, if you guys if you guys want to watch Lucha Libre but don't know how, I think this is a great way to get into it. Um, so yeah, uh, right, And then um, one of the and also up this coming Wednesday is AEW Blood and Guts. So in case you're wondering. What's the card and everything, and most importantly, what's the blood and guts about? 
it's basically they're going to be basing this off on the old war games um, motif not done by WWE but by Jim Crockett promotions um, yeah and if you guys don't know it the the big difference between the Jim Crockett the, the Crockett promote the rules and the modern WWE rules the roof the because in the current ones and modern day ones, there's no roof. They're going old school on this one. They're going to have a roof. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, and also, too, um, you can only win by a submission or a surrender. Uh, pinfalls don't count. So, and, so uh, they're going real old oh, school. So they're going old school, yeah. So they're going old school. And we have the car, so... We're going to make our picks right now. So. Uh, oh, and by the way, cards subject to change. However we say it um, will not be, like, you know, in order. And um, hopefully every match will be as great because there's only one Blood and Guts match, which happens to be the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz going against the pinnacle of MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood, accompanied by Tully Blanchard. Oh, and um, and the and um, the Dynamite before Blood and Guts, um, they had a parlay to determine who would have got uh, the advantage. You know, the right. beginning advantage, mm-hmm. and the Pinnacle won that. Yeah, but obviously uh, the Inner Circle's like, well, so well, we don't care. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. Um, on one hand, I wouldn't mind seeing the, uh, the inner circle win. But then on the other hand, if the Pinnacle lose this, they kind of lose any kind of face and also uh, momentum going push. You know, Not necessarily. After all, it's good old Jim Rockets War Games, you know, blood and guts. There's got they, If they're going to lose, they got to bleed it. Pretty bleed much. it good. Uh, man. And, and if and if not, they got to bust an ECW because after all, it was also part of TNT at one point. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, whoever wins, uh, I don't want anyone to die or anything like that. So if everyone comes out okay, then that's a win for wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So up but, next. But, but please, but, yeah, sorry about that. But please, don't let the finale be just as bad as a supposed explosion match. Noted. I second that. Okay, so up next we have Cody with Arn Anderson going against QT Marshall with uh, Nick Camarado, Anthony Agogo, and Aaron and Aaron Solo. Um, if I was booking this, I would give it to QT Marshall just for the continue of the storyline. But then, if I if Cody would win, he has it, it. It would it would have to end this rivalry, or something to keep it going. So they got to book this. So I don't. I hope they don't book themselves in a corner on this one. Yeah, I mean it is very. It's very recent, you know, with QT Marshall pulling all mm-hmm. that traitor stuff and blah blah against yeah. Cody and the the Nightmare Factory blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So I think QT would have to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to perpetuate it. Yeah, it, it has to escalate to, you know, one to of the their pay-per-view. bigger, yeah, you know, their bigger pay per views like what All Out. Yeah, again, it would have to. Yeah, or maybe even Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we gotta wait and see. 
Okay, uh, up next we have a tag team match with uh, Kenny Omega and MT Nakazawa with Don Callis going against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I hate to say this, but I want Omega to win because it's too early for him to lose. Mm. Even though the belt's not on the line, but still, you know. Yeah, but if he loses, you could signify the beginning. Well, kind of like the beginning of the end. You know, I mean, you got Andrade challenging him for uh, the Triple Mania. Um, yeah, but the thing is, um, if many of you don't know, after next the following week after Blood and Guts, we're going to have, um, for the second time, no, third time, um, you know, we had the NWA Women's Champion uh, belt was put on the line on, on Impact. Then we had the AAA Mega Campion Championship on the line on Impact on 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 not on Impact on AEW. And then we're gonna have the IWGP US Championship on the line with uh, John Moxley going against Yuji Nagata. <sighs> He hasn't been there since WCW. Yeah. 20 and, years. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Over 20 years, actually. Yeah. So, this is going to be a hard fighting. That's going to be a hard shoot fight. New Japan style fight. Wrestling. You know. So, does this mean in order for Moxie to get ready, he should lose? Or maybe they should win so he can keep that momentum to see if he can keep keep up against Yuji Nagata. Right. Or have Yuji Nagata there. Surprise everybody. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, and then um, yeah. Up next, we have Britt Baker with uh, Rebel, not Reba. Um, she, uh, we don't know who her opponent's going to be. Rumors that they might, um, I don't know, they might job it, or or it could be that they it could be like a if she wins against. Um, to, to solidify her number one position mm. for a title match. So, you don't know. And then up next, we have a four-way tag team for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. We have SU going against Jurassic Express, consists of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, the Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaim. Okay. Um, Booking-wise, SCU is going to win. Because if not, then they're gonna break up. Right. So the, I think they're gonna keep going with that. They're gonna they're gonna continue. But they're gonna make them work hard for it. Yeah. Or show me. It. Okay, but but personally, I wouldn't mind seeing either the Varsity Blondes or the Acclaim have a crack at it. You know, for 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 the tag team. But um. But yeah, but for sure, I think SEU is gonna win this one. So, so that's so that's gonna be blood and guts. Um, we'll tell you what we think about it next week. You know, hopefully it lives up to its standard, lives up to the expectations. Lives but up well, to but what I don't understand is, you know, as great as it is, aren't they all gonna fight in the blood and guts system? Mm, I don't know. We gotta wait and see. Because it kind of wouldn't make sense if the whole thing is blood and guts, but there's only one blood and guts match. I'm just saying. Um, it's like um, if, if the, no, no. I'm trying to no. I'm trying to remember. What was it? 
one of the WWE. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Extreme Rules. Everything should have been Extreme Rules. Only two matches or three matches are Extreme Rules, which makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Or Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. You got a couple of matches, which are you know most of the matches are you know normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you got maybe two or three that is uh, uh, Hell in a Cell, and like, uh, isn't the whole damn thing supposed to be Hell in a Cell? Yeah. The whole damn thing, even down to to the jobbers, yeah. if they have a match, that should also be held in the south. I'm just saying. So I'm just trying to explain that. Well, couldn't they just done that for the whole card? It would have made it would have made a whole lot more sense. Mm. Yeah. That well. Uh, or maybe they're just trying to protect the rest. Well, no. You, you got okay, you got to remember this when the Jim Crockett promotions when they did the old school war games matches. They were long. Very long. Not like... They were like a pretty much like a good half an hour match long. Long matches. Non-stop. And Dynamite is about two two hour show. See? So they have to work within, you know, uh, time consuming. Mm. So we got to wait and see on that. You know? So it would be interesting. If they could do a good 30-35 minute match on that, I'd be content. Yeah, and then imagine bringing it bringing it back again for next year's Blood and Guts and, and just, you know what, we'll yeah, turn it into a pay-per-view. A not, proper pay-per-view. No, not, not just a proper pay-per-view. It's just like this. I would like seeing it coming back again, but not like it. Not not like how, like for example, like if, w, if WWE decided to do this and then bring it back every year, but... Instead of making it magical and wonderful and, like, really want to wait to see this, I don't want it to be, like, every year it's more disappointing than the previous year, more disappointing than the previous year, Uh. and more disappointing than the previous year. I don't want that. So, yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Okay, so, um, before we go, Dark Side of the Ring. That's so, why. That's why I wanted you to look up for war games because there was a segment in the dark side of the ring um, that they showed a little bit of what war games was about. Mm-hmm. And one of those players is what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah. So Vice did a sneak preview of the first episode. They actually have it. You can you can follow it on. You can find it on YouTube of uh, the first episode of the two parter of Brian Pillman. Um. Uh, after seeing it, what do you think? Well, in the beginning, it's just a good old-fashioned, well, well, not, 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 let me take that back, it wasn't, because, um, especially with, you know, he was born, and he had a defect on his throat, and he had to have, like, what, maybe 30, 40 operations on his throat as a kid, mm-hmm. and, and there was most points where he couldn't even speak anything for at least a week or two, two weeks, three weeks. The positive of that is that he developed his famous attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to talk all the time, you know, as an adult, when, you know, when he got that throat thing a bit resolved. Um, and then it kind of started out with, you know, you know, growing up, and he, he actually had a chance to play with the Bengals. Mm-hmm. But then, um, he, I guess he didn't make the team because of his disciplinary action, once again, because of the throat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he went to play uh, in Calgary for football, and then his uh, what was that guy's name? The only non-wrestling guy on that episode was Kim Wood. Mm-hmm. He was like a trainer for the NFL for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. So he became his mentor. It's like, well, why don't you just do some of that? And the way he, the way he sounds, though, he's like, why don't you do some of that wrestling crap in uh, in Calgary? But for his sake, the good thing he did was like the Hearts. The Hart House, you know, with Stu Hart. And then, you know, the Hart Foundation and all that stuff. Hart Dungeon. So, even though he doesn't know wrestling, that NFL guy knew where to go. Like, yeah, go go to the Hearts. I don't know. It's a place. And, um, yeah. You know, he, he was doing all right. And then, unfortunately, um, you know, obviously things take a turn for the worse. You know, especially concerning his personal life. And, you know, and then what he had to do. To support his kids, which was both, uh, he invented it, what was what going on today, and he, well, it hasn't really been perfected since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about the, the the theme of the loose cannon. Well, not only that too, but also negotiations. Oh, yes. It's like, masterpiece. Convincing your boss... To let you go. And I don't mean fake it because of Dave Meltzer. No, we want this legitimate. Legitimately fire me. So, you know, in his mind, he's like, so I fire me so I can, you know, do whatever I want to gain that attention and then try to negotiate a better deal with Vince and then see if he gets a better deal or same or better than that at WCW at the time. And then he just goes back to WCW so Bischoff can give you know rehire him under that new contract with a buttload of money. And to do that, he had to become loose cannon. I mean, he was responsible for <laughs> the famous Bobby the Brain Heeman f bomb, and they explained that well, Bobby the Brain, you know, he had he was recovering from neck surgery, so he's protective. And then you know, he came back and pushed his shoulder, scared him a bit, and then he. And he says, what the fuck are you doing? Ah! And he walked out. And you can tell from his face, he was not happy. And it confused everybody. But it worked. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, being a loose cannon, that obviously spills into his uh, his personal life. And it's just... just uh, yeah, it would kind of really blur the line of what was reality and what was a shoot. Yeah. And um, not only know, that too, he was also like the first person I think, who, like you know, when he did that one thing, you know, the hey, Booker Man. Oh yes, he him. he. Oh, I respect you, Booker Man. He famously exposed the wrestling world for what it really was. You know, well, what's the Booker Man? You know, and then you know you got the, you know, the average fan who I guess what, I guess they were dum dums. You know, they're like, oh mm-hmm. well, well, what the hell's a Booker Man? But then the smart guys begin spreading the word that oh. This is what a booker man is. They're the ones that book the matches and blah, 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 blah. You know, the pencil pushers that do it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they learn that they're the head screenwriters of the, you know, the matches yeah. that they book. He was basically teaching everybody terminology, wrestling terminology. And then he famously um, protested against them by literally wrestling with a giant pencil. Yeah, the pencil, which is another term for booker man. Mm-hmm. That and 
also. And you saw the look of that one. I forgot that wrestler's face, but he was the Booker Man. He was like, "What's going on? What? Why why did he say that?" And it 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 was like a masterpiece. Yeah. So. um, And then and then the ending of this first part obviously goes down very badly. Yeah. I uh, won't spoil it. We won't spoil it for you, but um, but 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 what I can kind of spoil, but without spoiling it, is the ending of this part one is like ugh. so like you know, like kind of like signaling the beginning and the end. Yes, yeah. but no, no, no. I mean, he's are. I mean, because of what happened at the end, um, technically he was already at it because of you know what his master plan. It was about to work. Blah 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 blah. Right. And then comes everything else. Yeah. And it's all bad. Yeah. It's just like sending you up for... Well, it is what it is. Yeah. There's no sugarcoating it. It is what it is. And then there's part two. Yeah. Um, Like I said, you can go to um, uh, Vice's official YouTube channel. Um, Just look it up. It's right there. You can watch it before... It's season premiere, which they're going to be showing that same episode. And I think they were, you know, since you'll be seeing exactly when, when you see the video. I'm trying to remember. I think it was on May 6th. Yeah, and then May 9th. May 9th is going to be part two. <sighs> so, three days later. So, um... So, what do you so what do you think so far? Was this better than season two's premiere? And let me remind you, that was also two-parter. But it was about Chris Benoit. Ugh. Um. Honestly, I can't really say. I have to watch part two before I make my assumption. Yeah, that's gonna be very hard. Yeah, because there was the like I knew. Well, was I the knew Benoit like, one kind of like what's kind of happening with the Brian Pillman story? Like you know, no, he's the, going up and hooray, you know, success. No, 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 then, no. The thing, the thing with the thing with the Benoit one was that, like, uh, what was part one about for him? Oh, like you know, humble beginnings. How how he became, how he made himself into what he was. You know, you saw him when he was the Pegasus Kid in Japan, in New Japan. Yeah. You saw, you saw him, you know, going to WCW and WWE and all that, and then his relationship, his like, bro, like this bromance relationship he had with Eddie Guerrero and everything, and just ah uh, man, just it just kills you. It kills you inside. Yeah. Um, but um, but there was a lot of things about the Benoit one, the Benoit two parter, that there was stuff, some stuff that I still didn't know about Benoit. So um, so it's gonna it's so like it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes from here for the uh, Pillman. Yeah, and, and and all those special guests and stuff like that. You know, yeah, the, you know, yeah. Like, it's obviously, you had Corny. Yeah, but you had Jr. Um, you also had Kim Wood, the NFL guy, and I and I really liked. Um, you also had what, Dave, what Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, yeah, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. But back then he was uh, stunning, Steve Austin. Austin, and then they talked about the the, the the Hollywood the Hollywood Blondes, and you know even Jim Ross was like, they actually had something good going on with the Hollywood Blondes because they were getting momentum. Yeah, natural and, momentum, natural baby face. Momentum. Well, they were they were getting actually they, they were, were turning heel. into heels. They but. were heels, but they were getting like this momentum that a babyface tag team would should be getting. But they were heels, but they were getting this babyface momentum, 
And then uh, Bischoff decided to kill it. Yeah. But what I kind of liked was the way that um, that NFL guy, you know, he was you know he was not part of that world, but you know he explained what the gist of you know what now is the contract negotiations things mm-hmm. to uh, um, Pillman's situation. You know, they were asking him like, "Do you think it was?" Uh, I thought I forgot about the question, but it was like. Um, you know, he simply said, no, fuck no, because it's about the money. It's always been about the money. Yeah, pretty much. And then he said a good a good uh, anecdote about, well, humans in general. Can't repeat it. No, he said, uh, he said, uh, you know, like, um, it was like, um, and all of a sudden you, you, you're ending up like that old Jewish proverb. And he said, like, man plans and God laughs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, regardless of religion, who hasn't actually thought something like that? Mm-hmm. And the anecdote that they used that on was, uh, you know, Pillman had to, you know, look out for his kids. He, you know, he needed that good money, and you know, he needed the good money so he can look out for all of his kids, all of his five kids. But what does he do? He buys a Humvee. Mm-hmm. And there's the quote. God, well, the proverb: God, uh, man plans and God laughs. Because mm-hmm. you're planning to, you know, save all this money so you can help yourself, help your family, all that, and then you blow it on something. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just stop it right there because that kind of leads to the ending of uh, the first part, which I'm not going to spoil. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So. Was there anything that you didn't like about this episode? Well, it is what it is, and unfortunately, um, there's some cold truths that um, people didn't know about. Or? Well, well, first of all, people may not have known about, and two, people, for the sake of sensitivity, might not want to talk about it yet, but. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like um, his relationship with his first wife and um, what eventually happened to his first wife all because of his second wife. And, um, oof, that hurts. That hurt. It, 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 uh, you know, and it hurt him the most. Oh, yeah. Because he knew he messed up. Yeah, um... You know, decisions were made. They turned out to be very bad decisions, and the outcome wasn't. The outcome was not very terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really hard to watch. Um, FYI, don't watch it with kids. Oh yeah, don't because yeah, it's it's a heartbreaker. That's pretty much it. And that's just part one. Yeah. So um, we'll let you know about the second part next week, and. Um, you know, and then see if they come out with the rest and, you know, see what, what they're going to be talking about for season three. Um, no, they showed the list. Yeah, that's just one part. I heard that it was going to be like... I'm trying to remember. No, no, because I heard that the season was going to be like ten. They only showed a glimpse of who they were going to talk about. Yeah, and one, and, and I, well, I mean, I can't, I don't remember all of them, but one notable, one very notable one. Mm-hmm. The Ultimate Warrior. Nah, really. I was more of the dynamite kid. Um. <laughs> that was another heartbreaker. So, yeah. 
Dark Side of the Ring, ladies and gentlemen. Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Unfortunately, well, to, to finish off, um, do you think they're going to have another one of those, uh, you know, I want to say a happy story, although it's not, like New Jack. <laughs> there probably isn't this time around. I don't think I'm going to comment on that. I actually want to live. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So there you go. There you have it. Thank you so much for listening to Russia Shoots, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hope to come back with us next week so we can talk about the results of Blood and Guts, what we think about Blood and Guts, and see second part of Brian Pillman. The second part of uh, the Brian Pillman of Dark Side of the Ring, and see whether or not uh, Blood and Guts lives up to its name. Yeah, and mm-hmm. amongst other things in wrestling. So until then, I am Captain Katz. And I am We Are Cats. Thank you guys so much for listening to us, enjoying us, and letting us into your beloved homes, whatever devices that you're listening on. Uh, stay safe out there. Keep putting on your mask, even though they're giving out the vaccines and everything like that. We want to nip this in the butt. We all want to go back outside and play how the way we used to play. So do your guys' part. Keep your mask on. Sanitize your hands. Wash your hands with running water. And wear your face mask everywhere you go. Yep. All right. So until then, take care. Have a good one. We see you next week. Yo-ho.